From Lauren's office, it's the Adam Agusia Podcast, episode 84. Uh, noted adult romance author Lauren Morrill <laughs> is here to discuss an, uh, an adult romantic topic. Uh, we will be discussing dad bod, yes. um, the uh, body type, morphology, uh, phenotype, whatever, um, that uh, rocketed into the public consciousness in the year 2015. You're, you're like looking at me really intensely. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just thinking. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm just doing a sh- I'm doing a show here. You understand? Like, well, talk to them. <laughs> oh, talk to talk to talk, talk to those jerks. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll look at the. <laughs> oh, you're doing that. You're doing that active listening face that, like, you know, that producers, off-camera producers, do because they can't be heard, but yeah. they have to make you look like they have to provide you positive feedback so that you keep talking. So they just smile silently. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good job, honey. Thank uh, you. Dad bod. Uh, often used as an insult nowadays, not how it was originally intended, uh, uh, at least by the person who popularized the term. And in fact, I think we will discuss a little bit, maybe, uh, in fact, uh, dad bod, or at least something a little bit closer to the earlier original definition, the Mm -hmm. ur-text of dad bod. I did Um, not know that this had like an origination (laughs) beyond... I did research. What, TikTok meme. Oh, did you? I did. Just wait for it. That's good. I know. Because you did nothing. I did nothing. That's I just okay. showed up. You just put on your Kraken jersey. I did. I got marshaled into service. Yeah. All right. Um, so this body type may, in fact, at least as originally defined in the urtext of dad bod, perhaps it is, in fact, not only a good uh, male body type, but perhaps even the ideal, uh, depending on, of, well, yeah. Well, depends on the customer, and the customer's I know, always I was right. I say ideal for whom? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, for the, 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 the statistical norm, okay. which is, I, I said statistical to emphasize not the loaded concept of normal, but Got like it. the objective concept of normal, okay. meaning like the plurality of people would find that body type attractive, right? Cool. And I think it's relevant to my audience, who is overwhelmingly young men mm-hmm. who are super into food. <laughs> Uh, who are you know well fed because they know how to feed themselves because they're Cause you know you taught them yeah because they're a vinegar legate okay um, <laughs> you know what what body type should the vinegar legates be working on in order to not only lead happy healthy lives where they can function physically in all the ways that they need to and <laughs> blah, blah blah but also uh, you know att- attract the mate of their of their choosing oh gross right? why is that gross. Just is that the, not an essential thing that the people... The phrasing just is gross. How should I say it? It feels... You say it. It feels very like those guys who talk about like like pickup artist stuff. Oh, yeah. The female in the wild. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. That feels like men who call women females, oh. which is a red flag. Yeah, exactly. I'm supposed to like lick my lips when I call you a female, right? I'm Or stroke my goatee. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, I know. <laughs> Not your type, thankfully, because that is not my, not me. No. <laughs> um, however, you know, take off my shirt, and I do look a little bit like these gentlemen here who are on the. Uh, uh, well, those look like children. Well, I. This is this is a, these are college students, presumably, in this uncredited, untributed, uncaptioned photo. But it's on a student newspaper website, therefore, oh, one can presume that they are students at Clemson University, publisher of the Clemson Odyssey, where in the year. 2015, there was published a blog post by uh, a young woman named Mackenzie Pearson. 
Is um, this seriously the beginning of this Dad This is the Bod? beginning of it. This is a the beginning of it. A college newspaper column? Yes. For real? This is cl- it's clearly traceable back to this blog post on the Odyssey's website. That's shocking. From Clemson University wow, in South Carolina. Wow, what is Mackenzie Carolina. Pearson do? I hope she was able to She's turn a, that into something. She is on her LinkedIn an attorney in oh. beautiful Columbia, South Carolina, specializing in real estate law and uh, uh, I think estate law, maybe? Estate planning, yeah. Wow. Well, good on you for not joining journalism because yeah, that huh, ship was sinking. Sure was. Yeah, you did uh, You did the right thing, Mackenzie <laughs> you, you Pearson. You created dad bod and then you got the heck out. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. She later she d- later did a, like a TEDx talk about something that had absolutely nothing to do with any of that. Oh, um, And so ch- check out Mackenzie Pearson's I TEDx talk. I cannot believe it's from a college student newspaper. It totally, totally is. To the point where like, you know, you can even go back to contemporaneous... Um, news articles about this phenomenon, all citing it to Mackenzie Pearson. I mean, it's okay. never been a mystery. It's this is where wow. it began. Now, she did not claim to have invented the term. Indeed, in this article, if we look at it, like the you know the first graph mentions that she heard about it from her roommate, who okay. mentioned that she was really into guides with dad bods, and okay. Mackenzie was like, "What's a dad bod?" Okay. Oh, how interesting. And she thought about it for a while. Then she wrote this snappy little blog post that is well-written and thoughtful. And okay. it, like, popularized a word overnight. Huh. We'll come back to this. But it makes sense to me that this is a Southern college campus. Oh. So Clemson is in South Carolina. But yeah. where in South Carolina? I don't know. Is it in Clemson, South Carolina? I, <laughs> I I literally toured it when I was, like, looking at colleges when I was in high school. And I don't recall. Oh, Okay. They're the Tigers. Sorry, Tigers. That's all I know. Sorry, Tiger Nation. Spart, Spart, Spart. Now you have to watch. <laughs> no, have, no, no, no. There's no way to I, know. There's no way to know. You know, we I can't can, do live research. I can get it's my not own internet physically. device. Oh no. <laughs> Where the point is is that Mackenzie Pearson ended up in uh, Colombia. Okay. And Colombia is a great city because Colombia has a great Brazilian steakhouse right in downtown Columbia, South Carolina. Where have you been there? Uh, yes, me and Meg used to go there on recruiting trips, and it was oh. the happiest place of my life. I had a moment where I was like, "When were you in Colombia? When were you in Columbia, <laughs> South Carolina?" It's okay. On a work trip. Clem. Work trip. University. You still haven't figured this out? It's. I think. I think it's in, well, I was talking to you and I am trying to type oh, with I'm one so sorry. thumb. This is why we don't do research on it's the program. It's in Clemson, South Carolina. Clemson, South Carolina. You laughed, but I was And right. where is Clemson, South Carolina? It's in is South it Carolina? on the coast? No. Is it in the interior? No, I think it's in the middle. Okay. <laughs> this is already going That would be rails. near Columbia then, because Columbia is like pretty central. Wait. No. Yeah. Where is it? It's in the middle. Whoa. Oh. It's near Greenville. Uh, ah, ah, it went too far. Stop that. I'm sorry. Oh, look at that. Okay, there's Asheville. Okay, yeah, it's, you just you go to Augusta and drive north. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. Wow, look at that. It's like triangulated between Athens and Augusta. Okay. Anyway, dad bod. <laughs> I'm sorry. glad we discussed this. So um, here is how uh, Mackenzie Pearson defined it in the urtext of dad bod. Okay. Um, uh. After observing guys she found attractive, I came to understand this body type well and was able to identify it. The dad bod is a nice balance between a beer gut and working out. The dad bod says, I go to the gym occasionally, but I also drink heavily on the weekends and enjoy eating eight slices of pizza at a time. It's not an overweight guy, but it isn't one with washboard abs either. Okay. How do you feel about that definition? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess the reason, like, dad bod is, like, theoretically, the dad doesn't have time to be hitting the gym all day every day. Right, and also, like, things happen to you physiologically yeah. as you age that <laughs> make you, you know, bigger in lots of ways. I don't know if I'm, like, uh, usurping your 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 outline, but it's interesting that this is 2015. Yeah. Because I feel like the rise of, like, TikTok and stuff and, like, f- fitness and wellness influencers... I don't feel like dad bod is quite as popular on in the public conversation. Interesting. As, okay. As maybe this in 2015 was. Well, what was going on in 2015? I That was the, let's see. Year of our Lord, N.O. Domini, M.M.X.V. Uh, oh, the I, everybody's freaking about ISIS. Uh, the songs, the songs of 2015. Uh, the Weeknd was having trouble feeling his face. Um Drake was doing that weird uh, dance. This is like if dad bod was a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Have you not noticed who you're married to? Is this new? (laughs) Madam, is this new? (sighs) Where have you been? So dad bod. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was Taylor? Oh, 89, 1989. 1989, not Taylor's version. No. Was burning up the charts. Scooter Braun's version. (laughs) Okay. Uh... Yeah, it's certainly of its time and place. I think that maybe how uh, a definition that maybe I would offer, Mackenzie, forgive me, um, that I think sort of incorporates how that term has evolved in its subsequent public usage, but also kind of favors more the positive uses of it. Mm -hmm. Dad bod is basically what happens to you when you are a fit, capable, strong man fit and capable enough to attract a woman and to have children with her and become a dad, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, you get older, and as every, all of us get older, we get bigger, and you uh, have responsibilities, and, you know, you're providing for your family, and so you're eating, and you're having fun because you're a fun guy because no one wants to be married to, you know, not a fun guy, and you get that sort of physique that sort of physique where you're sort of like built underneath a little yeah. bit, but you have some fluff on top. And that that's a certain identifiable kind of physique that one would see on a man kind of in the prime of his life, right? Where he okay. ha- has like, he has a you know a young family and he's providing for them robustly. So is it your stipulation that a, in order for a dad bod to exist, you have to have once been f- very fit? Um, I think that's kind of the, not necessarily very fit, but just, agree. but just like strong, you know, strong, capable, and sure. healthy yeah. young man. Okay, who has now to advanced me, to the next stage of life. To me, dad bod is like, I'm like comfortable and lived in, but I could like save you in in a disaster. Like <laughs> I could fight a bear, maybe, huh. or attempt to. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean. Um, when we think... If I get lost in the woods, I'm not going to starve. <laughs> right. right. You, you, I mean, is, on some level, you think this is a man that could could protect me? Is that something that's happening in your brain? Sure. On some level. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, and indeed, when we look at, like, who are the strongest people in the world, mm-hmm. they look nothing like right. runway models or, or bodybuilders or anything, right. right? They are just... Big, thick humans. They don't even look like fitness influencers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's the kind of body that actually gets shit done, right? (laughs) Yeah. And indeed, you know, so so I could imagine that on some kind of, you know, 
uh, like, you know, big brain, but also like small ancient animal brain level, mm-hmm. like that would be appealing to a lot of women. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, Is this a whole podcast about like... About dad bod? Yes. Well, no, no, no. About like why I like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I feel like is it like this is the fishing for compliments podcast because I do like wow. it. Well, because we've talked a lot about how when I met when we met, you were you were like a hipster boy who is like I mean you wore size six women's pants. pants. Yes, I did. That's the thing that I did. I know. And I think you said at one point, like when you and I met, you weighed like 120 pounds or something. No, no. I think I, that was at, you know, my peak cycling. Yeah. I weighed maybe 130, something like that. 130, 135. Which is wild because I weigh more than that now. But I also like, you know, I kind of, I had like a big butt and big thighs. And so Mm -hmm. I actually found that like women's pants actually fit me better at that time. And like at the time that was very much what I wanted. So I was, you know, I liked you right away, sir. Well, also, I mean, you, you. You were a bird at the time. I was naturally rail. Right. There was nothing you could have done about it. That was. And you were not as into that. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. It has not ever been my preferred body type. (laughs) But you liked me anyway. Well, you know, there's this, there's there's these, there's this thing called like personality we consider. You know. Good thing I had a good one. (laughs) Other other factors. Um, Uh, But like, and I I often wonder. I mean. We've been together for almost 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And as you have evolved to have a dad bod, I'm like, yeah, I that's that's what I like. And I don't know if it's just because like you are what I like. like Indeed, I don't yes. like other I like you. Or if as I've gotten older, I'm I mean, I certainly am not interested in like the Timothy Chalamets of the world <laughs> anymore. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, is it a 40-year-old lady thing to be like, mm, he looks like he could chop all the wood for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's all about making the right match. And uh, if you're looking to make the right match in your business where you are hiring employee for whom you are, for which you are implying, for which you are, oh, I had it and then it just fell right. You fumbled. I fumbled the ball. At the one, right there. Right at the first yard line. Wow. Wow. And I was really impressed. I was like, but you didn't know I was going to say that. And you just got right in there. Mm. That was Okay, anyway. Anyway, if you it. need a better podcast host than me or any other employee for your place <laughs> of business, you will want to consult the place of business that has sponsored this episode of the Adam Ragusea podcast. And that is the good people at Indeed. Go to indeed.com slash Ragusea right now to claim your $75 sponsored job credit because Indeed is the place where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Honey, if you were to hire someone at our place of business, the company that you and I do our creative work under and which of which you are the CEO, yes. if you were going to get another peon to match the peon you already have with his <laughs> dad bod, would you want to be looking on like 
80 million different like job websites logging into each one, remembering the password to each one? No, sir. No, so you wouldn't want to be doing that. No. All right. That's amateur hour stuff. That's a waste of my time. That's a waste of your time. You want to go to the place where people are and indeed has all these kinds of stats if you go to their website that I've talked about a lot of times. But you know, you can go to their website and find out that like an enormous number of job seekers are there. It is it is the place to be. It is driving the, the, the plurality of hires in the online space nowadays. Because they have all of these cool tools built into them where you can not only find the right person through Instant Match, which is one of the services that they offer. And with that, 80% of employers get employees who meet their must-have requirements instantly with Instant Match. And then once you've done that inside Indeed, you can reach out to that person through Indeed, invite them to apply to your job. They are far more likely to actually apply for your job if you reach out to them. You can do virtual interviews and assessments with them, get the whole thing done, soup to nuts, make the hire happen. You want to do this with Indeed right now. Now, get, get $75 sponsored job credit at Indeed.com slash Ragusea. That offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 sponsored job credit right now at Indeed.com slash Ragusea. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we need to discuss, madam, mm-hmm. uh, the reasons why Mackenzie herself thought that a dad bod might be uh, desirable. Okay. Um, and here is what she said. Uh, one is that it doesn't intimidate us. Okay. Two, we like being the pretty one. Okay. Really? That that doesn't that that doesn't track for you that women generally prefer to be the more attractive one in a relationship? I mean, I'm not here to be the spokesperson for all women, but also like I just can't imagine thinking about that. Really? In in what sense? I don't no. Oh, because you don't like keep score like that? Yeah, I don't think so. It seems weird to be in competition with your significant other. Well, here's what she, here. she, here's what she says. She says, uh, we want to look skinny and the bigger the guy, the smaller we feel and the better we look next to you in a picture. Now, let's remember, by the way, that like Mackenzie Pearson was like a freshman at Clemson when she wrote this. Right, okay? right. So this no, is, this is a like, young woman writing young women's thoughts. And, and this is 2015. And 2015. I, I don't want to be judged by the shit I wrote when I was... 19 or also the no shit doubt. I wrote in 2015. But luckily, I think that we've actually, right. in, in publications like the Odyssey at Clemson, we've gotten a little bit better at how, about how we talk about bodies. Yes, that um, feels like some sort of fat phobic, like body shaming nonsense that I'm not into. Very 2015, it does. Yeah, I'm not, However, I'm not it kind of rings true to me, at least based, no? Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. How about this one? Okay. Better cuddling. Oh, yeah, I I see that. No one wants to cuddle with a rock or Edward Cullen. The end. Who was Edward Cullen? Was he he the like skinny boy du jour at the time? Oh, dear. I'm so sorry. This was that was deep in my like working years. Everyone, let's take a pause while I tell Adam about Twilight. Oh, the Twilight guy. Oh. He's the, the, the oh, vampire the, the, no, from Twilight. I, I just know the actor. What's his name? Robert, the, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yes. He's the 190-year-old vampire in high school. Right. Indeed. For reasons who's in love with Bella. Right. And But also, it's like when we talk about like, you know, 
maybe the reason that like Mackenzie Pearson and her roommate at Clemson in, in 2015 were kind of starting to get interested in a slightly more mature body type is that they themselves were getting slightly more mature. They were young women in college, whereas previously, you know, when you're a teenage w- girl, yeah. maybe you might be interested in a body type that would be um, maybe even... Um, I don't know, more feminine, right? Like a little bit, I don't know, a little bit less, less threatening. Are you asking me what it was like to be 18? Because I do not remember. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I do not recall. (laughs) Um, No, it's interesting. Again, exhibit A, boy bands. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Yes. But like, again, it's interesting that this term came from an SEC school that's like very sports focused. So would have had a lot of like big jocks and former big jocks who were fans of sports. And so that to me is very dad bod ish. Indeed. So maybe that that's part of it. And like the women at Clemson might've been into that, but again, Clemson was a big and diverse school and all kinds of. Indeed. Indeed. But But it is, I mean, it is a, it is, it is a certain, it is a stereotype for a reason because it's a really common thing that happens to all people, not just mm-hmm. young men, but it, all young athletes. Um, you know, if, if you're like a really serious athlete in school, you know, you go from being an, an adolescent who's eating like a horse because you're an adolescent mm-hmm. to being an a-, a teenage athlete who's eating like three horses because you're a teenage <laughs> athlete. Yeah. Right? And you're just eating, eating, eating and just like, and you know, and, and just shredding it off, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you graduate and then you, you know, do you, you're not an athlete, you do something else. Right. And then it, there's this really rough period where you have to adjust. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that they now, I think they do a lot of debriefing about that with student athletes nowadays, mm-hmm. thinking about maintaining your body after quote unquote retirement, which yeah. is, you know, um, and uh, and so yeah, that so again, it's like that is a body type. But another way that you could think about it, sort of the I think the social subtext of that of that body type, is that it's sort of um, it expresses um, achievement um, in the sense that I think somewhere around this same time, twenty fifteen ish, there was like a thing. Um, there were people were writing trend pieces about the success beard because like David Letterman and oh, uh, John Stewart right. had retired. Yes. And then as soon as they're not doing TV every day, yeah. they grow this outrageous bushy beard. Yeah. And it's kind of this beard that says, I have done amazing things. And now I can stop. And now I can stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that indeed like a body that clearly had been doing difficult, athletic, you know, powerful things Mm -hmm. and now is being rewarded for its success with feasting Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and ale and cheer, right? That that's that's a body type that could be attractive to people because it's a body that would be had by a pretty awesome person, Mm -hmm. a person who who had been powerful and achieved things and acquired status and material wealth and blah, 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 and then is now enjoying it all. That's a pretty, like, isn't that where you want to hang out? That's the table I want to hang out at. Yeah, to me, I mean, I don't, I think you're putting a lot on it in, like, the past. Because to me, when I think about a dad bod, it's like, this is a guy you can hang. Like, (laughs) we're going to, we're going to. We're going to be able to go out to eat dinner and he's not going to be like, well, I don't eat nightshades and I got to count my macros. (laughs) I mean, granted, that didn't exist when I was dating, but and also I was a totally different person back then. But like, I can't imagine wanting to spend time with like that just doesn't seem fun to me. And so a person 
who, you know, is going to go out with me and eat the good food and sleep it on the weekends and not like stress out about getting to the gym. Like that seems like a more fun and enjoyable person to spend time with. But like, I mean, I mean, and so I'm not looking at someone with a dad bod and being like, they clearly used to take excellent care of themselves <laughs> and now they're successful. So they have pudge. I'm like, that's not what I think. I just think like you're a person who has a good time. Well, there's also stuff happening on the subconscious level when it comes to attraction, right? Uh, sure, like, I just you know. don't, I don't buy that. Oh, okay, you don't buy I'm my, saying, like, my pop no. evolutionary psychology? I'm flat out saying no. Wow, okay. Yeah, I don't, I, maybe that's what you think, but that's not what I think. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not, like, trying to advance, like, a personal interpretation with that. I was actually, like, positing, like, a theory of objective evolutionary biology. No. And, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, wrong. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Um, we both have equal expertise in the field. <laughs> Which is uh, none. <laughs> but, but you're a lady, so... <laughs> that's, you so, have I get to, so I get to be right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure, sure. For any number of well, reasons. Well, I mean, if the, if the question is uh-huh. about female attraction to dad bods, then yeah, I do get to be right here. <laughs> More right than you. <laughs> this is certainly true. Because also, it's like... When men ogle other men... Mm-hmm. Whether it's gay men or straight men, mm-hmm. right? It is very often shredded men. Okay. Like men, whether it's like straight dudes going to a bodybuilding competition or or if it's like just gay dudes looking at like typical gay erotica, mm-hmm. what it usually features is like guys who are muscular and have like, you know, l- single digit body fat at least. Yeah. Just shredded abs, right? I mean, is that similar to how a lot of women look at like... You know, the blonde highlights with the big curls and the perfect snatched makeup and be like, oh, I want to look like her. But that's not always really what men like. I guess so. Yeah, indeed. So so that said, like when I when I look at like the adult romance novels that you read, mm-hmm. um, I look at the covers and you, usually those dudes, they're not. They're usually not quite as shredded as like, you know, <laughs> looking at my bookshelf. I know they're usually not, they're not like shredded to the bone, but they've got it going on in the conventional sense. Well, that depends. The sports romances. Yes. But like a lot of the contemporary romances, especially the rom-coms, the dudes tend to be less shredded. Okay. Yeah. But then we usually what they tend to be on the covers is the sort of like lithe and sort of yeah, they're uh, yeah, tall and yeah. Yeah. There's rarely it's interesting cuz I imagine that there's lots of characters in adult rom like male mm. there's male heroes in adult romance novels. I would think that they're kind of like, you know, ner- nerdy skinny dudes with glasses sort of, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, but they still have chiseled jawline. Sure, sure, right, right. <laughs> but like, you know, who's the oh, you know, who, God, who was Superman's alter ego? Clark Kent. Yeah, that's you know, there's got to be like more Clark Kenty kind of characters yeah. in in romance, but you don't. I don't see them on the covers of your books. They're always built dudes to to well, a degree. You know, I mean, and now this could take us down a road, but like, if you want to talk about covers, I do. Uh, you know, with the rise of the illustrated cover, you're seeing a lot more, you're you're seeing less like body composition. And it's like what you're seeing more is the height and the shoulders huh. when they're illustrated. Interesting. Um, that being said, there's like, there's plenty of romance novels where the main characters are not, you know, 6'6". Six, six. Uh-huh. 
But again, if you're reading a sports romance. <laughs> <laughs> are are there, like, are you, I mean, you're an avid reader in the genre. Yes. Um, are there adult romances out there that have something that would, could, they might not have called it a dad bot in yeah. the book, but like you would call it, you could conceivably yeah. oh, call it a dad Yeah, oh, it's called a dad bot in the book. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. And what do the characters, you know... What do the characters there seem to like about it? <laughs> or how how do they what do they highlight in their description of the body that make to make it sound good? You know? <sighs> oh, I'm sort of putting you on the spot. I'm so you sorry. are. And I'm trying to think of like specific instances. And of course, now it's like I've never read a book in my life. Um, but I think those tend to be more romances first of all okay i would say if you're talking about a romance novel where the character is not like that classical romance hero those often i would say are not the like the meet cute romance novels okay. those are like i work i've worked with him or he's my best friend or something like so you know their personality longer okay potentially um but also like you know romance has evolved so that the all the characters now are much less archetypal and traditional. Mm. And so I think, you know, you're just getting more nuance of all kinds. Yeah. You know, and, and it, and, and there are lots of, especially contemporary romance novels where it just, it matters a lot less like the physical visual. Mm -hmm. It matters a lot more like the personality and the chemistry. Right. Sure. A funny guy. Sure. I mean, in one other way, like just, you know, the dad bod, I'm sorry to take it back to kind of, I feel like, I'm, can I make a stronger evolutionary biology argument, please? You can try. I can try. Okay. <laughs> well, um, you know, a, a guy with a dad bod is just a bigger, a bigger man. And, yeah. and a bigger man is there, like, there is, it's, it's, it's not a one-to-one -one correlation, but especially if we think about pre-modern people pre-industrial people the bigger the man the older the man it's a, there's a pretty close correlation especially when people live not as long mm -hmm. you know as you get old as you get it's as you get older you get bigger generally you eventually you kind of max out on the height but then you fill out mm -hmm. um and then if you're if you're you know strong enough and powerful enough and virile enough to survive to middle age in a pre-modern kind of world, right? Um, you know, a lot of things that happens to men is that our midsections expand, even if we remain very lean, for mm -hmm. reasons that we talked about in the podcast episode with Dr. Mike Isratel, um, which is the big bodybuilder guy. Go back and I think something something about, you know, the perfect protein or something is what we called the episode, but go back and listen to that one. It was really interesting. And he's talking about storage of visceral fat over time, um, which men and women both do as they age. And it's this kind of adaptive response where we're mm -hmm. kind of squirreling away energy. The body is squirreling away energy for really, really dire situations when internal organ function would depend on having those kinds of last minute energy mm -hmm. stores. It's sort of building up a, a, a stockpile, right? Mm -hmm. And it happens to all of us. And that's where like you get muscled guys who are you know middle-aged muscled guys with like shredded six-pack abs but they have kind of big gorilla bellies right like mm -hmm. that's sort of what that is right and and in a sense therefore to a woman it could just be attractive just to see a a bigger man because that's a more powerful 
man, an older man who has higher higher status in in the tribe or whatever or something like that. Something really basic like that. Sure. Honestly, I think like the dad bod thing probably, especially on the college level, comes down to that guy's probably not going to be mean to me. Wow. <laughs> oh, geez, that hurts. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe like, look, there are, I was not a girl in college who was like, I'm sure this will shock no one, but like, I wasn't like the the beautiful... <laughs> I'll never forget going to a bar with a really beautiful friend and everyone was buying her drinks Don't and tell this story. no one Come bought on. me a drink. I was so nerdy. And so one of, she told this oh. one guy, was like, you can buy me a drink if you buy my friend a drink. And I was like, straight up and down, fully flat chested. He looked at me, he went like this and went, never mind. And he walked away. Which, I'm sorry, time out. <laughs> Fuck that guy, sure. Guys, guys, <laughs> do not ever be that guy he was drunk any was guy that guy would hang out with yes but fuck that guy but so like to me i was never looking at the single like most beautiful dude i know this sounds terrible for you i, I love you and i thought <laughs> I you were you so too. hot when I, thought, I met you i thought you were hot then i think you're hot <laughs> right. now it's all good but like it's okay. I'm, a lot of college girls are like the most beautiful guy he looks like he's gonna be mean to me yeah you know, if he's shredded, right. he's going to judge me for every little problem with my body. And I don't want that. Indeed. Mackenzie Pearson's like first reason why she thinks dad bod is attractive is it doesn't intimidate yeah. us. She says, we are insecure enough as it is. We don't need a perfectly sculpted guy standing next to us to make us feel worse. So the only, and this is like parsing the wording, is it's uh, not that like, I don't think I can, I could, I, I could hang with that. Yeah. yeah like, it's more that you don't want to get hurt by some dude who feels he's entitled I, to hurt you. Well, no, it's just like. It's like I can stand next to a super hot guy and not feel bad about myself. Okay. What I worry about is he because he's so hot, he's going to look at me and be like, well, you've got like this and this and you could fix that. And like, I don't right. need that in my life. Don't so. need that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and then another one that uh, what, what Mackenzie ends with mm -hmm. is, uh, you know what you're getting. Meaning? Meaning that... Um, if you're sort of, if you're husband shopping uh, at, <laughs> yeah. at Clemson, yeah. you know, um, ring you, by spring, <laughs> ring by spring. Um, this, this is from spring semester of 2015. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, if, if you're husband shopping, it's, it's one thing to like, see, okay, he's shredded and looks awesome now when he's on the football team, but what's he going to look like in 15 years when he's a car dealer, right? And it, is he going to be and is it going to be tolerable? And if I see a man who's a little bit further along in his eventual <laughs> development, I don't love I can, this because it just feels like I don't know. Maybe I'm idealistic, but like you fall in love with somebody theoretically it doesn't care what they look like in 40 years. I. That just feels gross. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Everybody, like, this, this is a big decision. And you got to make it based on much more significant criteria. Yes. I mean, look, physical compa sexual compatibility yeah. is really important to the long-term success of most relationships, usually, right? I don't want to minimize that, but... I'm just saying I think it all comes down to... Dad bod guys look more fun. Like they'll be on a day-to-day -day basis more fun to hang out with. Mm -hmm. And dad bod guys 
are less likely to be shitheads to me about the way I look. Yeah. That I mean, to me, that's it just comes down to that. There you go. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and as you said, and as Mackenzie said, tactily, it feels better. It is warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bone, bone, bones are pointy. I remember you. Oh, my God, you were you were so pointy. I liked I liked I liked everything about you, but you were very pointy. I was so pointy too at the time, though. Like, yeah, you know. I think I think we yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Well, listen. So, gentlemen, y- young men who who overwhelmingly are the majority listeners of Adam Ragusea family of product. Uh, <laughs> Uh, media properties, uh, <laughs> and, LLC trademark, and, and associated <laughs> entities. Um, so I, I have some takeaways for you. I feel like I want to give you, and this is like kind of serious. So, um, so first of all, you know, there's there's you know, a lot a lot of interesting re- research, um, both you know um, overwhelmingly observational and therefore of really poor quality, or should be taken as being really relatively poor quality. But there's a lot of research about you know body types and longevity and stuff like that, and um, you know, my, my general reading of that research and Dr. Isratel's reading of that research, who's actually, actually went to, got his PhD in gym classes, he would say, <laughs> um, love you, Mike, you're the best. He's, he's, he is killing it. He, his channel is really blown up since I did that. Oh, good. He's does these like exercise scientist reacts to celebrity workout kind uh, of things. And people click on them because it looks like it's going to be like, kind of like really kind of mean right. content. And then it ends up being like, you know, like all Dr. Mike content, really, really smart and surprisingly kind. Oh, you know? that's nice. Yeah. More uh, of that. So more of that. So go go, Dr. Mike, right? So, you know, what Dr. Mike would say is that it's like, it kind of looks like kind of the perfect body to have in terms of longevity and sort of functioning and all of that is a strong body with a, a, with a buttery coat on it. You know, some kind of, you know. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, or it's what Dr. Mike calls, he calls it thickalicious because- <laughs> Yeah, because because he comes from like the like you know contest bodybuilding world, which is utterly ins- and he knows it's completely insane. Yeah, those are just eating he, disorders. Yeah, he's not telling you. Yeah, he, and he'll tell you that. Yeah. you know, um, <laughs> it's an eating disorder competition. Yeah. You know, um, but it's also you know what he'll say is that it's like I get these clients who you know they're obese, um, you know they, they have a, carrying a lot of body fat and need to get it off. You know, in terms of you know what the research tells us about their longevity and all of that, or for whatever reasons, um, and then they but they look at a guy like. Dr. Dr. Mike and they think, oh, I can never look, I can never have a six pack or anything like that. And it's like, dude, don't worry about it. Become right. thickalicious. It's this body type, you know, where like if you kind of start heavy and you start, you know, working out with weights, people tend to get where like they get they get strong mm. underneath and like, you know, a, a nice little butter coat on, you know, and that's kind of, and it's a good looking, mm-hmm. healthy, sustainable body that seems to last a long time. And if we look at athletes, Unless it's a sport where um, they really, really have to minimize their body weight for for performance reasons, right? Yeah. Um, you know, where they really, really have to you know shed every gram off of their physique. And unless it's a sport like that, look at the body types of like the the other track and field athletes, the ones that have to throw something heavy really yeah. far. Okay, men and women. Thickalicious people, yeah. you know, that's a body that gets it done. Okay, yeah. um, and I think. I have found in my personal life and lots and lots of older gentlemen who have um, s- seen things and been places where you <laughs> hope to go will tell you that it's a body type that can really, you know, work well for you 
socially too. Um, and it's one that is, I think, really compatible with a healthy modern way of life where you are availing yourself of the joys and treasures of this yes. wonderful world we have built for ourselves and all of the delights that we create for ourselves. And at the same time, you're taking care of yourself and making sure that you are going to be strong and able your whole life. And, you know, for me, it was about developing what I kind of thought about is it will sound maybe a little bit, um, maybe sound a little bit, uh, uh, um, overblown, but I had to develop like an athletic identity, a version of myself mm -hmm. who runs around and picks things up and throws things and stuff like that. Cause I had no version of myself in my self image of that growing up because I was an arty kid. I was right. not a jock, right? Yeah. Uh, fully opposed to the jocks. I was the punky arty kid, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then so later I had to, even though I was a, I'm a person of no athletic ability whatsoever, right? No coordination, no rhythm, like, I mean, no, like my body awareness, like, oh, it's. You have a hard floor. time with the hokey pokey. Yeah. You're like, do what now with my what? I, I am a brain in a jar, folks. Okay. <laughs> That's what I am. Okay. But I remember that, and I think it was maybe getting, getting good, at, having gotten good at something, maybe it was because I was good at music by then, mm -hmm. that I sort of had a sense of accomplishment that gave me the confidence to not have to be good at something else. Yeah. Right. I don't have to be good in the gym. Mm -hmm. It's a thing that I'm doing for me. Yeah. Right. And then when I found that I could have some success there, not being the guy who lifts the biggest or the, or the you know, or does yeah. as many reps or, or looks the best or whatever, but just that I could like, oh, see really noticeable progress from week to week, which you do with strength training. That's one of the wonderful things about, that's one of the wonderful reasons why the iron is a gift to us all mm. is that it's like an exercise thing that you can do that yields really immediate results. Like mm -hmm. you will feel yourself getting stronger very quickly, you know, mm -hmm. and that's wonderful and it's great. And so you, you, you see, you, you have a version of yourself that can do that thing. That's mm -hmm. your athletic identity. Even if you know, like you're, you're not, that's, you're not going to be an athlete. Right. You don't have to be an athlete, but you have a version of yourself who goes and runs the miles or picks up the thing mm -hmm. or uh, help me out here with other examples to be more inclusive, um, swims those laps, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, dances through those 45 minutes, whatever it is, mm -hmm. right? Um, and for me, that was enormously valuable, gave me a ton of confidence. Um, my mental health is always at its best when I'm exercising regularly. Mm -hmm. And it's totally a thing that is compatible with being like, you know, the biggest bacchanalian, you know, <laughs> yeah. like the person who like eats all the things, drinks all the things, is here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> okay. The kind of guy that you want to be and the kind of guy that like most other people want to hang out with. And you just heard it from a pretty lady's mouth. Okay. Yes. Right. So that's a really good way to be. I think that's a good guy to be. And if you want to call that dad bod, then so be it. And if you want to know that at least some pretty young college girls think that it's attractive well believe Mackenzie Pearson who had a good head on her shoulders and turned out to have a terrific career uh, and we congratulate you Mackenzie congratulations on coining a very 
ubiquitous term. I know. And then getting out. Yes. She just like, she had her, you, she's like a one hit wonder. Yes. You played the hit and then you walked off stage. And yeah. You, and, the yeah. most like graceful, perfect one hit wonder who yes. like has the hit, makes the millions and just gets out, buys a nice ranch yeah. house, you know? Yeah. Nice. Nice Mackenzie. Uh, make good choices and I'll talk to you next time. Oh, do the thing. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs>